Hello, I'm Brianne Martel, and I'm a shareholder in the Seattle office and a member of the Pro Bono Committee. Welcome to our Pro Bono Week podcast series, where we are highlighting pro bono work performed by Littler's attorneys and staff. The theme for this year's Pro Bono Week is law in everyday life. A perfect example illustrating this theme is the pro bono work of our colleagues in Alaska. I'd like to thank Renee Sadi for joining me today. Renee, please tell us about your pro bono project in Anchorage. I'd be happy to, Brianne. Thank you for inviting me to join you for this important conversation. Both myself and my colleague, Nancy Cruz, who is a legal assistant in the Anchorage office, worked together to assist a lovely couple living here in Anchorage, Alaska, help adopt their nephew. Unfortunately, their nephew's biological mother had recently passed away and his father had been incarcerated and continues to be incarcerated for some time. They had been caring for him off and on since the age of two, and he was 10 when we got the case, and they were looking to make their family relationship more legally permanent. And we had the opportunity to help guide them through that process. I'm happy to say that we recently last month had the hearing on the adoption petition, and it was approved by the magistrate judge after an evidentiary hearing. And we're currently waiting for the formal order of adoption, which should issue at any point once the trial judge assigned to the case reviews the file. So it was a very happy occasion, and it was a great opportunity for both Nancy and I to help Uh, neighbors in our community access the law in an everyday way. Congratulations. I'm so glad that you were able to help the family with their legal issue. How were you connected to them? We actually received the referral from the local state bar association. I have done pro bono work off and on over the 14 plus years I've lived up here in Alaska and had always told the pro bono coordinator that it's difficult for us to take on employment-related cases. So I asked her to kind of keep an eye out for a discrete project that we could work on that we wouldn't be conflicted out from taking, but it would be something that we could do and not have a significant time commitment, but that could also really be helpful to the clients that they want to serve. So she reached out and this turned out to be a perfect fit for both their needs as well as our capabilities. Thank you so much for participating in our pro bono program. How did you get approval from the firm to take on the project? I believe I just sent an email out to both the pro bono committee, my OMS, Ryan Hammond, and our management committee lead representative, explained to them what the expected scope of the project would be. I gave an estimate about how many hours of my time and Nancy's time we thought the project would take. I also forwarded them along the referral email that I received from the pro bono association and asked them for approval. I was pleasantly surprised that I got a response either that same day or the very next day. It really was a testament to show how seriously the firm is committed to providing pro bono uh, approval and assistance in our community. So I was really glad that they helped me get the project off and running without any delay. 
Had you ever filed an adoption petition before you did this project? <laughs> no, not at all. I've been practicing law for over 20 years, and I have always been proud to say that I've managed to stay away from family law, which I always have had this perception that it is very difficult area of law and not something that I was equipped to handle. But an adoption proceeding is very procedurally structured in that it's very clear what steps you have to follow, and there's a lot of resources out there that helped us take on the case. Yes, I think there are a lot of resources in different areas of the law, including family law and um, other matters where people have to represent themselves in everyday life. And I know sometimes our attorneys may feel they have to stick to employment law when doing pro bono work. But as your example shows, that is not the case. And there are many other areas that we can do good work. What advice would you give on branching out to other areas? I would encourage folks not to let what they perceive to be their inexperience or apprehension get in the way of doing good work. There's a lot of areas of law that people often represent themselves. We can step in and use our our honed skill sets and our background knowledge of just how the legal system works and really be a true advocate and educator for those clients and help guide them through the process and, and basically work alongside them as they go through the process as well. And there's lots of resources through local bar associations, as well as the court system, websites for courts. They have a lot of resources that are at your fingertips. I found all of the template forms I needed to use on the court's website. I also so was very candid with the Bar Association pro bono coordinator and told her I had never handled this type of case. I even asked her if there was somebody in the community that could maybe serve as a mentor to me if I had questions or just wanted that occasional gut check. And she quickly paired me up with another experienced practitioner. And that person was very generous and, and kind with her time. And through it, I also just met another attorney that now I really like and, and hope to continue to connect and have a, a friendship or possibly even a referral relationship with out of the connection as well. Wonderful. Thank you, Brene, so much for doing this important work. We really appreciate your participation. Your example shows how we can make such a meaningful difference in the everyday lives of individuals and families who wouldn't be able to afford legal services otherwise. I can't take all the credit. As I mentioned, I work very closely with my colleague, Nancy Cruz, and so I'd encourage attorneys to also think about ways in which we can work together as a team to serve clients in our community. And I really just want to continue to encourage folks to make time in their busy schedules to do this because it is a really important and, and meaningful way in which we can help out one another as well as give back to our communities. And I'm grateful that at Littler, we're encouraged to do that and have the resources and support to do it on a regular basis. Thanks so much for talking with me today. And thanks to all of you for tuning into this podcast. We'll have other podcasts highlighting the inspiring work of Littler attorneys and staff throughout the week as we celebrate Pro Bono Week.